on today, listeners. Welcome to What the Podcast. I'm your host, David Nicholson. And with me, as usual, is the glorious Nikki Nicholson. On today's show, we have one tasty pick all about restaurants. We also have weird news as well as this day in history and celebrity birthdays. Today's topic is Apple products, meaning iPads versus iPhones versus MacBooks. And let's go ahead and cue that music. All right, so what's the big deal about iPads taking over MacBooks? I'm reading about that all the time online. Me, personally, I use both, but with the introduction of iPad OS, is there some sort of a big difference between iPads and iPhones now? Can can you get by with just an iPhone? I mean, is it the same thing? What do you think? I don't think that you can just get by with the phone. I know I use my phone a lot. Um... Basically, it, it my entire life is on that thing. <laughs> but as for, like, if you have, if you're doing things like photo editing and stuff, the iPad is a little bit more useful because you can make the images bigger and well, get you have into... a bigger screen. Yeah, you know, bigger screen, things like that. I... Well, it seems to me I like mean, when they introduced, okay, for the longest time, it was just iOS on the iPad. That's all it was. And the iPhone ran the same software, so what you was looking at was basically inflated apps from an iPhone that you downloaded on the iPad. You had more screen real estate. But then they introdu- introduced uh, the iPad OS, and they said that it's a completely different operating system spun off of iOS, so you have iPad OS and iOS. But a lot of the features still seem to be going to both phone or phone and iPad is what confuses me a little bit. I know you can't do the multitasking or you know the split screen on the iPhone, mm-hmm. but you know you can actually hook up an external hard drive. You can actually use a mouse. Mm-hmm. And you can still, I mean, open up multiple web browsers and things of that nature on the iPhone. The only difference is screen size and multitasking. But uh, what about a MacBook versus an iPad? I choose the the MacBook. And you choose the MacBook, why? Because it's just easier to, especially if you're doing photo editing or in, you know, in your case, the video editing and stuff like that. I know you do a lot on your iPad as well as your MacBook, but when it comes to like heavy hitters, like certain apps you can find on a Mac versus the iPad. And if it is on the iPad, it's a lesser version of what you have on your Mac. Like it's not as powerful and can't do the same things. I just, I'm just more comfortable with like photo editors and things like that on a Mac versus the iPad. I get that. And, and you know, well, for instance, we use a, a photo editor, uh, Pixelmator Photo. That's only available on the iPad. I don't even think you can get it on the iPhone yet. It's strictly no, on the iPad. There is there is a version that you can get for your Mac, though. It is it actually a very powerful photo editor. I mean, it's not Photoshop. You're not going to be cutting things out and putting together collages. But you can actually... It's very similar to Adobe Lightroom. Yes, and it's very, it has a lot of um, good presets, but it also makes it very easy for you to make your own. 
And yeah, yes it does. And for five dollars, a one-off buy there, you don't have to have a subscription. Pixelmator Photo is an awesome substitute for Lightroom. Yeah. It is equally as good, in my opinion. Um, you do have the Band-Aid tool, too, to where you can remove blemishes. I took a whole outhouse out of a picture one time, remember? <laughs> an outhouse. It, it was a, a Porter John, not an outhouse. Well, still. It was I know. A, <laughs> a wedding. We did a shoot at a wedding, and all the bridesmaids was there, and in the background was this huge, ugly, yellow outhouse. It was a porta potty, not an outhouse. <laughs> and, and I'm like, this picture's a great picture, but I don't want an outhouse in the background. So I used the Band-Aid tool and I erraced it and it worked. It was a, That's a powerful photo editor. Yes, And you it can't was. get Photoshop and Affinity Photo if you're into doing, you know, cutouts and, and making your own scenes. Yes, also, but there is another <coughs> photo editor. It, it is a free editor called Snapseed on the iPhone and the iPad both. You cannot get it on the Mac, but it is amazing as well, and it's free. Can you take outhouses out of pictures with it? You probably could, but I have not tried. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but nope. it is, it, it's got a lot of presets, but it also has a lot of the tools that you would have to pay for on, and you know, like through like Pixelmator or something like that, you would it, you have to have the, the, the paid version. But it has a lot of those things, and it does a lot of lot of great things. Awesome. So, so you was talking about video editing. Now, on the iPad, I can do some awesome video editing. I mean, just strictly with iMovie that comes free with an iPad, but you can also download uh, another uh, editor called LumaFusion, and it is just equally as good as Final Cut Pro or Adobe Premiere Pro. It is an awesome video editor. You've got multi-line timelines that you can work with. But the one thing that you can't get is like um, Apple Motion and um, Adobe After Effects. That's not available at all anywhere on the iPad. So if you're tied to motion tracking, then it's a no-go. Someone who does a lot of motion tracking and special effects, you're not going to be able to do that on an iPad. But as far as the processors and things of that go, you know, the iPad is equally as powerful, if not more powerful, than most computers on the market today. I can attest to that. Because I'm sitting here using a MacBook Pro as well as an iPad Pro to bring you this podcast today, so I know what I'm talking about here. Yes. Uh, my, my MacBook I, is amazing, and I do use it a lot for video editing, although I do do a lot on LumaFusion as well, so... I use both softwares there. When it comes to like my web series Guard Dog, I did use Apple Motion a lot because I had to track my eyes for glowing eyes effects and things of that nature. So yes, I, yeah, I know this is a boring topic for some people, but for other people, they're really it's hard to choose sometimes because you got these commercials that saying this is a computer and yes. it's a picture of an iPad. It is a computer, and it can replace a lot of computers. If you have the keyboard, you have a mouse, you have the pencil, it's touchscreen, it's powerful, it's great. But if you do use a lot of software that's not available on the iPad, you're just out of luck. And I had to do some, um, I had to make up some charts and stuff for work, and I had an incredibly hard time on my iPad, but I came home and which is where, you know, my MacBook was at the time. 
and did it no questions using the same app. It was Pages and if for some reason on my iPad it was super difficult to use, I don't know why, but then after kind of playing around with it after I, you know, did my work, um, I've kind of figured it out a little bit more, but it was the exact same app on one on the other, but I did it in, in seconds on my MacBook Air versus the iPad. That's actually a good point. I wanted to bring that up, though. You was talking about pages, but there is pages, numbers, and Keynote, which is the iWork suite that Apple offers for absolutely free. You do not have to buy these apps, and they are just as good as the Microsoft Office suite. Um, since using them, yes, they they are the <laughs> equivalent. They're Apple's version of Office. I mean, Pages versus Word. I mean, you can export PDF documents from Pages. You can export Word documents from Pages. But Word does not play nice in return. It, you cannot export anything there in a Pages document. No, it will not And it's the right. same way with Numbers. And you can export you know, your numbers and PDFs and you can export them in Excel. You but Excel Access and stuff like that, but will not yeah. transfer back. And in. Keynote, you can run a Keynote presentation on PowerPoint, but you cannot do it in reverse. I mean, I don't know what's up with Mr. Gates, but <laughs> I mean, Steve Jobs has been dead for long enough. I think the feud's over. Let's, you know, let's work together. I honestly don't <laughs> think that there was ever actually a really <coughs> a big feud there. But honestly. anyway. I think that was a lot of hearsay, but you know, hey. Good topic today. Just <laughs> wanted to discuss that a little bit and get that out there. And, you know, if you guys watch YouTube videos, the D. Nicholson TV brand is all powered by Apple. If you go over to my website, dnicholsontv.blogspot.com, it's all powered by Apple. And the podcast that you're listening to right now is powered by what? Apple. That's right. We love Apple here. You guys, yes, definitely an Apple household. <laughs> you guys ready to hear some birthdays? How about you, Nikki? You want to hear some birthdays? Sure. Sounds like a good time. All right, let's go on to birthdays and cue some birthday music, which isn't really birthday music because that's copyrighted. All right, it's birthday time. Everybody loves a birthday, especially if you're young and not old. But Kat Von D has a birthday today. You love Kat Von D, don't you? She's turning 38. Do you think she's getting a new tattoo for her birthday? I don't know, maybe. I mean, she was on that TV show that you used to watch, uh, Miami Inc. Mm -hmm. And she did her own TV show too, didn't she? Yep. So. Um, the last I heard though, she had covered her arms completely black. She had them tattooed oh, yeah, I completely remember that. black. Because she didn't so, like her work or something, right? No, it was just she, there was, I think it had something to do with she wanted a clean slate, so she just went black, <laughs> and then, you know, I guess... Now she's she doing white? Been, uh, maybe. I don't know. I haven't seen or heard anything from her recently, so... All right. Well, another famous birthday. Freddie Prince Jr. is 44 today. Happy birthday, oh, Mr. Prince Jr. Freddie! It looks like Fred Jones is finally growing up. Nobody can say those meddling <laughs> kids no more. <laughs> meddling <laughs> middle-aged people. You meddling adults and your old dog <laughs> yes <laughs> Chad Gable better known as Shorty G in the WWE squared circle is turning 34 today wow he doesn't look it wow 
All I got to say is I want to pat his head and call him little fella. Well, you know, okay, here's the thing. Like, <laughs> back when I watched wrestling religiously, they started calling him Shorty G, and I thought that was so stupid. But either way, Chad Gable, like, the, the, the announcers, the caller commentators would be like, you know, they call him short, but really he's like five foot ten he's an average sized dude just like muscular but and everybody else is so huge so, so that's where they yeah he's the shorty <coughs> but, but it was still funny to see you know Seamus walk up and pat him on the head like he's you know this little tyke right like, little fella <laughs> so another birthday Boris and I might be saying this wrong Kodjo Kodjo Kojo I don't know He's the other Phil Miller from Last Man on Earth is turning 47. So, I don't know what else he's been on. I really don't know him from anything else. He was the um, the black guy that was the other Phil Miller on Last Man on Earth. You had Phil Miller, the white Phil Miller, and you had black Phil Miller. He was black well, Phil Miller. Yeah, he was on um, Code Black. Okay. So, he's turning 47 years of age. So, happy birthday, Boris. And James Vanderbeek. Oh, Dawson's Creek. Yeah, he lives down there on Dawson's Creek. He's either 43 or 44. Wiki is uncertain about that. So, happy birthday to all our famous friends. <laughs> that we're not really friends with, but we just say that anyway because... It just sounds good. That's right. Happy birthday to these people, right? <laughs> and they can't copyright they, that because... For, for their, their jolly, jolly good, good fellow. <laughs> for their group of jolly good people. All right, happy birthday to everybody that we mentioned, and there are plenty more out there that we didn't do because we just don't know who you are and don't care. So, and you always say that's rude when I say that. That <laughs> is so rude. But how can it, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, you ready to do some history? Yes, it seems like a good day to, to take a, a walk down memory lane, I suppose. That's right, because we haven't done this day in history in a long time, and I want to do it today, so we're going to do it. Hey, Nikki, you know we used to live in Daytona Beach, didn't we? Yes, we did. And 1936, car racing was done for the first time there in Daytona Beach. The city's famous for its races. Yeah. And, I mean, I know that I got a, I got a script here that says this was the early start of what evolved into the Daytona 500, but when you live there and you actually go to the racetrack and you look through their museum, the pictures of the old cars, the 30s cars, you know, like, riding up and down the the ocean the on the beach that's where it all started guys it didn't start on this track somewhere that's why daytona is known as the world's most famous beach and, and people can still drive on the same beach that this started on mm -hmm. i mean it's so cool because if you look at the pictures you see them racing literally on the sand and the sand at daytona is packed so tight that you don't worry about getting hung up or spinning or nothing like that it's just, it's really incredible to look at the pictures of these old cars. Yes. And they loaded them with bottles of water, or jars of water, mason jars of water from Moonshine. And it's really cool. So yep. in 1969, Pontiac introduced us to the very first Firebird on March 8th, 1969. Imagine that. Hmm. Imagine that. Because 69 was a good year for cars. Well, you're talking about the general? Yeah. I'm talking <laughs> about the... I mean, pure, original, <coughs> American most muscle. awesome car that ever existed. Other than, uh, other than you know, when the 69 Camaro came out. That was, that is the epitome of American muscle. 
So. For all you smokers out there, in 1994, the U.S. Defense Department announced a smoking ban in all workplaces. So it all started in 94 is why you guys got to go outside and freeze to death and smoke your cigarettes. <laughs> so 1994, that's when all that started, and it was the U.S. Defense Department. But you could still smoke in restaurants. You could still smoke in the mall, you know, McDonald's, things of that. But you just couldn't, if you worked there, you couldn't smoke there. That's That's kind of weird, isn't it? So, yeah, a little bit. But just okay. last year, in 2020, America registered 521 cases of COVID-19 and 21 deaths across 33 states in one year. Look at how quick that spread. Yeah, um, it spread very rampant, but a lot of the businesses are coming up on their anniversary of their shutdown, like when basically you weren't allowed to go into businesses like or not go into but like your hair salons your nail salons those type of things around that was around the 20th of March when corona basically just took over everyone's lives and everybody is at that point now where they want life back. They want the movies. They want Broadway back. They want to go to, you know, in-house, not social distancing, but like in-house live shows. Well, think about this, though. And I, you was talking about how it spread so rampant on March 20th or whatever. No, it, it, it just, that was around the time that it just went, it just like blew up like we, somebody dropped a bomb. We live in West Virginia, and we was one of the last states to actually find a case of it here. And then when the first hit, it just seemed like we was getting a thousand a day almost. It was just like unbelievable how quick, but we have a lot of, you know, old parts here that... A lot of our numbers were due to nursing homes because people that worked in the nursing homes were going on vacation and they were going... Or they were going down, like, to Myrtle Beach and... The young farts was giving it to the old farts. Yeah, the people that were going on family vacations were bringing it back home. And it was sad because so many people in the nursing homes, the workers and the residents, I mean, they were just taking them out in body bags. I mean, it it was terrible. They couldn't get it, and it was so sad because they could not get these people into um, like funeral homes and cemeteries. Know where to put them. They was putting them in the back of trucks. Yeah, they were putting them in giant like refrigerator trucks. Like freezer trucks. So Um, that, I mean, and it's super sad. Enough of the heavy, huh? But, like I said before, everybody wants to go back to life, so I don't think that Rona is is over quite yet. Hopefully not, or hopefully it is, but probably not, I should say. You want to do some weird news and get out of the heavy? Yep, let's do weird uh, news. Alright, sounds like a plan. Alright, so here we are back again with weird news, and this week I went to npr.org to try something out. A little new this week, but still found a little bit of weird news. Um, Connecticut man bought a bowl. Okay, remember last week we was watching uh, what was it? We was the, the fireman show, nine one one Lone Star. And he had that bowl, yes. and this just reminds me of that. 
Connecticut man bought a bolt for $35 at a yard sale that turned out to be worth $300,000 to $500,000. Imagine that. I mean... That's luck. That buy, is luck if there's ever been any size I of go luck. to a yard sale and spend 50 cents on a shirt and find out it's only worth 10 cents. That's You know what I mean? So... That was luck. Remember in Daytona, going back to Daytona again, at the yard sale, not yard sale, the flea market, then people bought a painting up there, and it was worth, like, a ton of money. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, oh, boy. One of these days, we'll get that lucky. Yes. Grafton, Wisconsin, pharmacist. I seriously thought you were going to say Grafton, West Virginia. Nope. Wisconsin, (laughs) pharmacist is set to plead guilty to ruining hundreds of doses of COVID-19 vaccine. From what I read... Uh, that would give him up to 10 years in prison and a $250,000 fine. So for running COVID-19 vaccines, he he could face 10 years in prison. That's idiot. You moron. What you did stupid. you just not like refrigerate them or something? He intentionally ruined these COVID-19 mm-hmm. vaccines. I don't know why. I don't know. But he's a moron. And, <sighs> you know, he deserves whatever he gets for that. But I'd say considering the fact of... 10 years is a small price. How many people is he killing by running these? Exactly. It should be like 10, year, 10 years per vial that he ruins. It could be. I might have read it wrong. Life, I don't know. man. He, he probably ruined count, I mean, he ruined countless and lives. There's, there's a shortage of this stuff going around because it's not being produced fast enough to keep up with what's going on now in the population, but this guy's an idiot. An idiot. If you're hearing this, you're a moron. I hope you rot in prison. You definitely get the idiot stamp. So, moving on past that, no more heavy. A California man faces trespassing charges after he allegedly obtained airport credentials, hid from authorities, and coronavirus back in January in the Chicago airport. Apparently, he was living on handouts from strangers, passengers, and using airport facilities to shower and well, poop. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> this guy, I seen a picture of him, and he just looked rough. <laughs> he looked real rough. He got caught up. I mean, he lived in an airport for months. I mean, just recently got caught. So he lived there for like three months in this airport. I mean, I can think of worse places to live. What the airport's got food courts. They got some of them got malls and shopping centers. It's warm. It's a mansion, you know. But an airport's always open. Yeah, it's always open, so you can always get somebody to give you some change or but got some how, change. I mean, you would think. I could see him wrapped up in a blanket or something, sitting in a corner, change, rattling his tin cup. <laughs> I don't see how he went undetected for so long. Like, well, I mean, in Chicago, how many hobos are running around Chicago? I understand that, but <laughs> still, somebody would have, you would have had to have noticed and just let it go. Like, oh, it's a coincidence he's back today, whatever. But, you know, three weeks from now. Hey, I see hobos standing down there off of I-79 at the Quiet Dell exit, the same guy Week after week after week in the summertime, panhandling. Yes. You know what yes, I'm talking about. I understand it's the same that. exact hobo. But he's not a hobo. Uh, well, no. Sometimes he's wearing some Jordans. I mean. <laughs> exactly. So don't give him money. 
Um, I never have. I have thrown change at a hobo once. Nope. I refuse not. I refuse. You refuse not to give him money. No, I refuse <laughs> to give any hobos money, and I and I'll tell you why. Unless they have a sign that says "Voila, I need beer." Yes, that guy definitely deserved all the money because he wasn't lying. But no, when we first moved to Daytona, we had. Um, a McDonald's that was right across the street. Well, you know, we were unpacking, whatever. So, I decided that I was going to run across the street to the McDonald's and get us some food because we were extremely tired. Yeah. And, you know, we were unpacking everything. So, anyway, I go to the McDonald's and there is this gentleman standing out there with a sign that says, you know, need money for food. So, me being the, the, the caring person that I am, while I'm in the drive-thru, I get a couple of burgers and a fry and a sweet tea for this gentleman. I take it, you know, I parked my vehicle. He wanted the money. And I took it over to him, and he yeah. threw those burgers at me. And I looked at him and said, screw you, got back in my car, and went home. And I adopted a hobo in Daytona, too, so. But that is why. Because but. he was probably a junkie and wanted money so he could go get his fix for the day. Well, guess what? That's not that's not how I roll. So no more hobo helping for me. All right, and that wraps up the news for today. Let's move on to this week's picks, and this is going to be fun. Yes, it is. All right, so we're back, and we're doing picks again. And this week, we are narrowing down our to three places that we like to eat. One from fast food, one from casual, and one dessert. So we have these three categories, and we have a list of restaurants under each one of these. And we're going to try to narrow it down to one from each, which this is going to be hard because... I'm a fat boy, and I like to eat. So, <laughs> if there's one thing I like to do in this world, it's go out to eat. Yes. I love going out to eat. So, okay, let's start with uh, fast food places, because that's where I do most of my out-to-eating at. And, of course, number one on the list to choose from would be McDonald's. Yes. I mean, no. who doesn't go to McDonald's, right? No, I'm just saying that's the most obvious yes, of the top. Yes, everybody goes. Well, not everybody. I know a couple of people that don't eat at McDonald's. But if but you make a list of places that are fast food joints, what's the first restaurant that's going to pop in your head? McDonald's. Exactly. Yes. Number two, Burger King. Yep. Burger King's, eh, it's okay. I'm not going to, spoiler alert, I'm probably not going to pick that. Wendy's, which is delicious. Hardee's is delicious. Chick-fil-A is delicious. Yes. Taco Bell, a.k.a. Taco Hell, is delicious. <laughs> and Popeye's Chicken, which is also delicious. How are we going to do this? <laughs> well, I'm going to make this so easy that it is completely ridiculous. Chick-fil-A across the board. Chick-fil-A is good, but you know what? Wendy's has got some pretty banging burgers, and so does Hardee's. So, I mean, this is a toss-up. Yeah, Chick-fil-A's always busy. That's a downfall. No, that's why, you know, for people in our area, if they go to the one on Emily Drive, yes, absolutely. It's wrapped around all the time. But two lanes wrapped around. Yes. It's and always to the road. Busy. But if you 
want Chick-fil-A and you don't want all that waiting and junk, get the app and go to Meadowbrook Mall. And, dude, it's like you're there for maybe 10 minutes. Them little girls, man, they make their feet go and they bring you your food like extra freaking quick, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> okay. I mean, Chick-fil-A is probably going to be my ultimate pick, too, out of the best. But we've got to give credit where credit's due. Wendy's and Hardee's is a close runner-up, especially Wendy's. Definitely Wendy's as it's long as so it's not good. their chicken. I love Wendy's <laughs> French fries and I love Chick-fil-A's French fries. I love Wendy's burgers and I love Chick-fil-A's chicken sandwich, obviously. That's what they got. McDonald's is trying to impersonate it. Guys, don't be fooled. We tried this. It's you it's it looks it's like no it. context. It looks like it. It comes in the same wrapper, the same foil wrapper. It comes with two pickles and no no sauces, just like Chick fil A. It's a it's it's a wolf in sheep's clothing. It is. It is. Don't be fooled. The only problem the only problem I see with Chick fil A being our pick for fast food. Is they're closed on Sundays. They are closed on Sundays. And the wait, I don't care what you say, the wait is ridiculous. It's not. It's always so busy. You can't go there and just get food and walk back out. You can't do it. You're going to be waiting. Because there's like 122 people in front of you. And a half. 122.50. <laughs> oh, there's a half a person? Yes, there's a half a person there. They got sold off. They was part of the Mind Freak television show, and they never recovered. Okay, <laughs> so is it the top half or bottom half that's there? It's the top half because they're walking on their arms. Remember that guy? That guy? That really cool guy? I can't remember his name, but he walked around on his arms. That dude was awesome. That reminds me of the dude on the skateboard from Kids. Well, he had no legs, but they were wrapped no up legs. behind him. They have no legs. Tied up behind him. <laughs> So anyway, sorry. All right, so you you seem adamant you want Chick Fil A as a pick for fast food. Absolutely. All right, Chick Fil A <laughs> goes to you for this one. That's okay. Now, casual restaurants, we have a list of Applebee's, Ruby Tuesday, we have Denny's, we have TGI Fridays, we have IHOP, we have Panera Bread, we have Red Robin. We have Cracker Barrel, and we have Bob Evans. Notice well, I said IHOP because they're delicious. <laughs> yes. Um, this is kind of different um, because um, there isn't a Red Robin around here. So if we... Uh, but we I, did go to Red Robin. There's one an hour and a half up the road in Pittsburgh. Okay, so... And they have endless fries, and that was awesome. But IHOP has some delicious, delicious French toast, pancakes, breakfast platters. But then again, you know, I like Ruby Tuesday's Garden Bar. I'm torn. I'm torn here. And Applebee's has an amazing, amazing <laughs> bacon cheeseburger. Yeah. Last time we was there, you said it was nasty. Yeah, but I, I come got every one time before. I go, it wasn't good. Every time I go, it's not good. I don't like Applebee's. <laughs> I mean, they're okay in a pinch, but... Mm. But they still have not made up for dad for my dad's 70th birthday. They screwed up everything. Yeah, and screwing up everything, you know... 
that does hurt a restaurant, but the food itself is kind of what we're judging this by, I guess. I Because Chick-fil-A is not open on Sunday, and you got a long wait, but yet they still won. So we're basing it on flavor. Denny's has really good food, but, you know, their service is sometimes iffy Lacking. at best. If your server's outside smoking cigarettes the whole time, and her name starts with an R, you know, you're in trouble. But, you know... <laughs> Ruby Tuesday has an awesome garden bar. I love their garden bar. I love the salad bar at Ruby Tuesdays, and I love the breakfast at IHOP. So Panera Bread has great soup. Come on. They're so, oh, it's so hard. Cracker Barrel, I went there once, and I was not impressed, so they're out. Yeah, they Cracker Barrel has good breakfast stuff, but if you're there, like, and you want, like, a, a dinner, like, it's not, it doesn't go with what you for the price that you pay it doesn't like you get these really small portions but it's like super like expensive but yet you're not getting what you pay for so IHOP Endless Prize is awesome throwing in because it's not like it's not on your list uh huh I am throwing in Garfields. Garfields, I forgot about them. Yes, they have the the wonderful deep fried mushrooms. Yes. And, and their ribs are really good there. And their shrimp is amazing. TGF Fridays is out. Their 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 ribs were not that good last time I well any time I've ever ate there. They're, I just wasn't impressed. It's kind of like Applebee's. I just don't like it. <laughs> but. So we're we're down to what? We're down to Garfield's, Ruby Tuesday, Denny's, IHOP. And well, you don't really care for Panera Bread, so I guess they're out. I like their sandwiches and soups, but I guess they're out. Well, I'm not really a soupy person, so. All right, so that leaves us with Ruby Tuesday, Denny's, IHOP, and Garfield's. Oh, and Bob Evans. I like Bob Evans. They're good. Not a fan of Bob Evans. Okay, Bob Evans is out. So now we're down to Ruby Tuesday, Denny's. I hop and Garfields. Okay, what about Red Robin? Did we rule that one you out? You said they were so far away. Okay, okay. This is, you know, we don't go there very often. They're an hour and a half away. Um, I'm gonna just, I don't know. I, it's a toss up to me between um, Ruby Tuesdays and I hop. Even though Denny's has an amazing Philly cheesesteak sandwich it's amazing and i it's just good period okay but, but ruby tuesdays and ihop i love ruby tuesdays their salad bar i keep going back to that it's so good because they got that house ranch that they do there and it's so good and they got the pasta salads and they got that pea and ham salad they got. i love I, ruby tuesday has really good food but they used to have a turkey club that they do, they no longer have on their menu. So that makes it a no-go for me. And IHOP is the winner. I like IHOP. I said that at the beginning because I listed, the, I said IHOP, meaning I really wanted that one. All right, so I got IHOP. Nikki's got Chick-fil-A. And now we've got to go on to desserts. We have Dairy Queen, Dairy King, Great American Cookies, Baskin Robbins, and Annie Ann's Pretzels. And I tried to stick with brands that I knew were nationwide here. Yeah. Okay. Um, the cookies are so good at Great American <laughs> Cookies. 
I love cookies. I eat cookies every day. Now you're really telling on yourself there. Oh, wow. They're so um, expensive, but they're so good. I usually try to get him a, a cookie cake for his birthday from Great American Cookies. So. And I love Dairy King's peanut butter sundaes. And if I go to any is, I'm wiping them out now because I usually get the, uh, the I don't get dessert, I get the pizza pretzel. Yes, yeah, you get the pizza pretzels <laughs> and the cheese dip. So any yeah. is out. That's not a dessert to me, that's a meal. <laughs> um, so, basically, we have Dairy Queen, Dairy King, and... Uh, Baskin-Robbins, we used to go there a lot in Florida. We loved Baskin-Robbins. Yes, but... They're not around here. And I know you said you tried to do nationwide, but they're not around here. So we don't, we can't judge them. So they're automatically We can out. judge them by eating there. And they were good. Brent really liked them. That's our yeah. son. He loved it there. But they... But then again, he was just a kid. So a kid's not going to say, no, I don't want to go to Baskin Robbins. <laughs> no, I don't want ice cream. <laughs> um, no. Um, they have 30... Two flavors now, I think. I have no clue how many flavors they have. All I know is what I got down there um, was not, it's still not as good. A soft serve? As the, like, for instance, my personal favorite um, is the Dairy King Raspberry. Yes. It is absolutely amazing. Like, hands down best ice cream in this general area. Dairy King and Dairy Queen has like some, they have something called a uh, brownie quake, I think is what it was called. And they put a chocolate fudge brownie in a bowl and then they cover that with ice cream and then they cover that with like a syrup and then they cover that with like a Cool Whip. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, They have in the fall, Dairy Dairy Queen does. In the fall, they have the the pumpkin blizzard, and it is absolutely amazing as well. Um, so I I'm kind of I'm still leaning towards the Dairy King because it's our most frequented. Yes, but the Great American Cookies is. I'm leaning that way because I love their cookies. They are delicious, and we know the lady up there, and she hooked us up with free cookies a couple times. and Several times, actually. It's really nice to get free cookies. <laughs> you notice his... You notice his um, cookies. Uh, his attention cookies. to the word cookies. Uh, <laughs> I'm still... I, I'm, I don't know. I eat a I'm couple cookies every night for a snack. Yes, I, I'm aware of this, but I'm still, I, I am still almost completely Dairy King. All right. I don't know how widely known Dairy King is. I know that most of the time, if you're out in the middle of nowhere on this empty, deserted patch of highway, and you run across some gas station somewhere... There's usually a Dairy King with it. They, they, they're in a lot of gas stations. They do have a few standalone joints, but they are very, very similar to Dairy Queen, only they're, they're like the Dairy Queen's 
Uh, I'm going to say brother that's poverty stricken. <laughs> They're not flashy joints. Um, no, they are definitely your... Like, remember like when drive-in movies were like big? Like, yes. It, they're kind of like the concession stand at a drive-in. Yes, that's a good, exactly good way of pointing that out because that's about what it is. And I was getting ready to say, think of a twisty treat and then, like, think of the complete opposite. <laughs> that's what the dairy You have is. a tasty treat. I always go back <coughs> to the tasty freeze. Twisty treat. <laughs> yes. Because but. that was a part of my childhood. Like, we got... You get, um, like, good grades in your report card. Mom always took us to the Tasty Freeze. And then it closed down because the, the old gentleman that owned it, he passed away. So Well, they, the reason I said Twisty but. Treat was because Twisty Treat is a giant ice cream cone that you walk up to and order your ice cream. Well, the Dairy King has a miniature ice cream cone sitting on top of the awning on the front. <laughs> Yes, but I am all about like the Dairy King. Their okay. raspberry ice cream is amazing. Well, you got two picks then, because I'm going to give you the Dairy King. I Yay. do like their, because I can't argue there, because I do like to go there, and I do like the peanut butter sundae that they offer. Although the sizes have went down. You used to be able to order a small, and it was enough to like feed a whole family, and now I ordered a small the other day, and it was like literally a small. Well, maybe they've downsized. Maybe that's, kids. maybe that's why, you know, that's their way of fighting, you know, obesity or something. I don't know. Well, I think it's just stingy kids. <laughs> so, we're at the 42-minute mark here. Well, 41 and 47, so. All right, guys. Check us out on D. Nicholson TV on YouTube. You can also find us now on our brand-new channel. It is called, what is the name of it? I can't remember. RV Life. No, it's RV life, but it's the the, 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 the travel vlogs. Yes, it's a brand new channel. I couldn't even think of the name of it. The travel vlogs on YouTube, where we'll be traveling around different areas in our pop-up camper. Uh, you can check us out at dnicholsontv.blogspot.com, and you can follow us on our ventures there through photography page that I'm going to be working on. So if you like photography and pictures, definitely check that out. You can become a patron there, or you can give a one-time donation to our PayPal which would be much appreciated because we're poor folk. We're out here trying to make a living doing this. So, <laughs> yep. All right. Again, don't forget to subscribe, leave us a comment, and we'd love to feature you on the show, your comment. So do that, and we'll see you next week right here on What the Podcast. Bye, y'all.